All right, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. Uh, first thing on the list, watched a killer movie um, this weekend. It's called Jingle Jangle, and it's this Christmas story about an inventor, and um, it's just freaking great. Uh, highly recommend it. It's kind of this new new style or a Christmas story that really hasn't been told before, and um, and I just thought it was awesome. The concept behind it is great. I won't give too much away other than it's worth whatever the four bucks to rent it or buy it online. Um, cool. Other things on the list, um, uh, password patterns. So, uh, I hate using, well, one, if you use the same password for everything, you can get screwed. If one of the accounts you have gets, um, compromised because then they can just start plugging your email and that password into all these different, um, authentications for different apps and they'll just be able to get into the ones that you've already signed up for. So I hate using password um, apps like 1Password uh, because I just find they don't always work and setting them up is a pain. Um, So instead of using those or using the same password every time, I use a password pattern. And basically what it means is like if I show up on a site, let's say my site is uh, whatever, apple.com, and I need to log in, then I utilize some type of pattern that uh, consists of the name. So let's say like, okay, uh, I, I would take the third letter of every name and then add it to like that becomes the first letter of my password and then I would have some word that I always use and then I'd utilize like, okay, the this is – five letters long and I put the number five at the end with an exclamation mark. And so it like always has kind of like a similar thing in the middle, but it utilizes some combination of like, okay, first letter of this um, device that I'm using and and some number and how they combined. And I think that's just a really great way if you don't want to utilize um, uh, a password protection app or – you want to make sure that you don't have all your passwords the same. It's a really solid way to um, to basically protect your identity and everything online. Uh, big fan. Um, next thing on the list, remove.bg. This website is probably one of the most helpful free tools I use online. Basically what it does is you can take any image and you can just drag it from your desktop on into the website and let go and it will remove the background of the image. And it's incredible. It works insanely well uh, from photos to if I need to uh, take, get an icon. I can screenshot an icon from somewhere and then just drop it in there and it'll remove the white background from it so that then I can drag it over any colors I want and it just overlays perfectly. Um, remove.bg. It's incredible and it's free. Um, I don't know if I would pay for it. I might pay for it because I just use it so much. Um, but it works incredibly well and, um, and I use it all the time. So definitely a cool tool to check out, remove.bg. All right. Uh, other thing on the list here is um, uh, I had been – I've been emailing people for aboutus.dev with cold sales outreach. And the one of the things that I've been 
just starting to to think through is whether I want to do mass emailing or personalizing the emails. And one of the things that uh, a friend who is a recruiter has kind of been uh, giving me some advice along the way on 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 the recruiting side of things talked about how much better her results are when she uses flattery in her email outreach. And I'd never thought about it using or around the term flattery. But when you outreach to someone uh, online, showing that you did a little bit of research goes a long way. And I've always known that, but I never just pinned it around the word flattery. So um, what I'm doing now when I outreach to someone is in the first line, I immediately say um, along, something along the lines of uh, like, hi, hi, Joe, with um, with your company's name, your so with your company, uh, series D funding and growth due to COVID, I thought um, you might find about us dev useful. And so right off the bat, I've shown them that like I've done research on your organization. I know you've raised a series D in the last few months and that you've grown X amount due to COVID because I found those in articles. And that's like the first five to 10 words are all based around flattery and them so that they know I've done some background on it. Um, I'm finding that that's a much better way to intro in to an email than to jump in and say things about what I'm trying to offer them. Uh, from there, I basically given a description of what about us dot dev does. And then in the end, I'll end it with like, uh, another point of showing that I did some research along the lines of saying something like, um, like, uh, my first thought was because of your 4.9 stars on glass door, I thought this would be a per like natural fit for your recruiting, uh, outreach efforts. And, um, and that shows that I've done this too. And it makes it feel like, oh, he's right. Like if I, since we do have a like a great rating on Glassdoor, why not feature our employees in like little mini videos next to these open roles to get people excited about the teams that they could they could work with? Um, so that's a really interesting thing to utilize if you're doing mass email and sales outreach is just personalize it with some flattery. Um, what else do we have on here? Uh, another cool thing that came out is um, Steph Smith, who's kind of like a uh, – she's an indie hacker, just has a lot of really good solid following, puts out a really lot of really solid, just open, honest human, human content. One of the things she put out yesterday was um, a tweet that was basically about if, if you're going to do something online – make sure you ask yourself whether you would do that same thing in person. Um, and I just think that that's such a solid way to think about it. And I often lose that mindset when I'm building things. So kind of like treating your online business as if you were running an offline business. So what what are the things where if you had an offline business, you would be doing 100%. But when you're doing the online business, you wouldn't be. And I think this kind of comes around like the... Uh, the outreach that I'm doing, like 
if I was running an offline business and I had to stand in front of someone, I probably wouldn't send them just a mass <laughs> email with no personalization. That's just who I am. I would much rather send um, a personalized email that shows I did some research. If they don't get back to me, at least they've read it and can tell that I've I've done my research and I pick them specifically. And hopefully that helps me um, optimize more for the the number of customers that come from that outreach rather than just optimizing for the number of emails that I send. So I think that that's like a huge thing. Another thing that I've thought of, thought about around that concept of treating your online business as an as you would an offline business is like being there. So if someone walks into your store, they're going to browse around, but maybe they have some questions and how can you be to whatever extent, almost present for if they have questions or need something, um, they they have someone in the store that they would feel comfortable to ask questions around their specific needs and get answers quickly, whether that would be a chat bot um, that's on there like intercom or whether that is uh, just a copying your email to their clipboard and being able to send over an, an email um, to you right away and then you respond quickly. Um, either one of those I think is a, uh, a huge asset and really differentiates yourself and your business because you're treating it as if it would be an offline business. Um, other thing on the list, um, I've been thinking about how branding wise you can just utilize bright colors as as your own brand or almost as your logo so with about us.dev i've i've changed the logo from this just like nice cute blue background to this bright pink that fades into a bright orange and um i've seen a few other designers and companies doing it and recently and i've noticed how much in companies I've seen with bright logos, I look at their stuff. My eyes just move to it really, really quickly. So um, if you're creating a brand or building out a company, using just stupidly bright colors can give you an advantage of standing out in a time that maybe you don't stand out because you don't have the brand recognition available. So I'm actually going to change my profile picture with my email outreach to have those same bright colors behind it, which I think is going to get people to open and read my emails more than they do now. Because right now I have this nice like teal color behind it, but I don't, um, and, and maybe it stands out, but I'd love to have like a crazy bright color behind it. And I think that at least from my eyes and how I've interacted with those colors, I think people will interact with them more, uh, even in their email inbox. All right. That's it for today. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Adios.